Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and Territory War-focused podcast. I am SoloBase15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Solo. I have, uh, apparently, an overpowered uh, Commander Luke team that can get me through the new assault battle, so that's wonderful. (laughs) That is wonderful. I can tell you, my main account does as well. My alt account chose... Not to be that strong. <laughs> he chose poorly. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Um, but luckily, they put the good rewards on tier one, and you can do tier one with uh, G12 tunes. So I got that done at least. Yeah, my alt did it too. He did tier one on the first try. Uh, you know, and that's actually one of the strongest squads on that account. So it's nothing yeah. like I would be a little angry if I couldn't, but. I, I, I will say that, you know, like right out the gates, um, shots fired. But um, I feel like that that's one of my that's one of the most player friendly things that CG has done for a long time for events is they put all the good rewards, the rewards that people care most about in the lower tier and then have like the end game, the really hard stuff like rewarding, but not like you have to kill yourself to get the rewards in order to, you know, like compete. Right. Yeah. The, the rewards for tier two, you really don't need until you're getting people R six, R seven anyway. So I agree. It, it is actually one of the good moves, but made by uh, CG. Yeah, you know, you get the Zetas, you get some Kairos and uh, the fi- finishers, you know, like hard to complain. And then the rest of the stuff that you're missing out on is all stuff that, uh, I mean, it's nice to get that stuff, but it's not necessarily like super hard to get or exclusive, like like Zetas are exclusive, you know, but the other stuff, it's like, well, I would like to have that, sure, but <laughs> but you know it's it's not it, i'm not going to kill myself over like there's the one that you need um you know to kill is it the ewok one where you have to have like this thrawn lead and you have to set it up so that you know b1 gets the massive stacks of uh you know of of stacks whatever b1 stacks are called and um you know, like it, it can take like an hour and if you mess it up then you're just screwed. You get nothing for it. Like that I just skip it and I feel fine doing that. Yeah, I do I attempted it once and said this isn't worth the effort. Yeah, and, and if but if they swapped the tiers and made uh you know the Kairos and the, the finishers and all you know the Zetas, especially the Zetas, like they swapped them and made those uh, the tier two rewards instead like i might feel compelled to try for an hour every time they had it right and then i would just get angry so right for customer satisfaction uh they definitely did it better this way yeah agreed they they knocked that one out in my opinion but we're talking about pve and yes. this, is, this is more <laughs> PvP focused. We we still participate in PvE, um, which is fine. <laughs> um, it's like PvE is the thing that pays the paychecks, right? Uh, when when did we start getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> what well, are you telling me well, that? Yeah. 
What are you telling me that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice to get money. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, we need the gear from PVE. And yeah. so, you know, that, that's why I tolerate it. You actually get into the raid and stuff, That's which is good. Yeah, I I like finishing first in raids. It's, uh, you know, you need to win every once in a while. <laughs> that's true. Uh, lots of jokes to be made right now, but I'm going <laughs> to refrain. Um, so the the biggest news, the biggest piece of news, so we, we don't, don't have a ton of news, but the biggest piece right now is that Grand Arena is back. Yes, yes it is. And in fact, we've finished uh, our first full week of Grand Arena. Yeah, just earlier today, approximately, what, six hours ago as of this recording. Yes. Though I, my round was over far earlier than that. Thankfully, my opponent attacked while I was asleep, so I had no s suspense whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, I sat there. My guy attacked right after I finished attacking. He attacked once. And I was like, oh, this is great. I'll just hang out and watch it. And then he didn't attack again for about 12 and a half hours. <laughs> Such a tease. <laughs> did, like, did he even clear his zone? Uh, no, he attacked literally once. Um, and that was it. Uh, like, I could I could get it. If, if you need to clear one zone before you go to work or something. You know, like just clear yeah. one zone and then you have the whole rest of the day to think about it and then attack when you can. You know, like I, I get that. But like just one attack gets you nothing. It, it's just right. like it just annoys your opponent because you know that, that your opponent knows that you've logged in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I would much rather somebody that, you know, was a last minute attacker as opposed to somebody that attacks once and then just leaves it for you just sit in suspense i agree yeah that that's that's irritating what's the latest someone's ever attacked you uh well i had a guy that attacked so late that he couldn't finish because of how late he attacked i think he started like 15 minutes before the end of the round gosh yeah that's frantic yeah and the best part about it is he timed out on one of my teams too so not only did he start <laughs> with 15 minutes left but uh, he took five full minutes for one fight. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like frantically cycling the 1x, 2x, 4x, hoping right. you find some like a, a hidden 8x button like <laughs> mode. <laughs> you're like, this is my only chance. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's miserable. I, I think my opponents, I've had a lot that have waited to the last, you know, like two hours, you know, hour and a half kind of mark. Yeah. And the interesting thing, so, you know, what a lot of people say, they're like, oh, it's an hour out. Like, people don't have enough time to attack me anyways. You know, right. like, I, I win because they, even if they did attack, they wouldn't have enough time to clear me. But I don't know how many times I've heard people say that. And then they end up uh, just like posting a sad picture of their Grand <laughs> Arena state of like, oh, well, I guess they did have enough time to attack me. Yeah. Well, if you look... Literally any of my videos, I, I think my longest video is like generally 25 minutes of just the attacking. If you take out, you know, the intro and the discussion about the matchup. And so that means that 
I could start attacking at 4.35 with the end at 5 o'clock and finish. You know, I wouldn't do that because that would make me terrified. Um, yeah, that, that would be stressful. But in theory, I could. <clears throat> All right. I, I think I would struggle more. I, I tend to think more about my uh, matchups of just like, you know, I try to plan, uh, you know, I, yeah. I look at one, one fight and I'm like, okay, well, how am I going to approach this? Who am I going to hit first? You know? Okay. So my ray's going to go first. I'm going to use the hand wave on, you know, their tank who's taunting and then, it, or, you know, BB eight's going to go first. Then Ray's going to go first after she goes, she probably goes again because of the hand wave and she's going to call BB eight to assist on, you know, <laughs> like I'll, I'll think through my first three or four moves at least. Right. Because you know, after, after a while, it just all goes to hell. But uh, yeah. like, yeah, that I tend to think it through a lot. And, you know, my best when I'm at my best is when I have like a whole day when it's a weekend day or something. And I could just do one attack and then wait for like an hour and attack again. So like that's that's my play style kind of. And so I could see, you know, <laughs> that having only one hour to plan my attacks. Usually I can, if I, if I want to do my attacks within an hour, I could finish within an hour pretty easy, but like I would feel the pressure a little more than you, I think. So you are one of those people. And by those people, I mean the ones that would frustrate us us all. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't frustrate me. Uh, yeah, you say that until somebody attacks you twice, and then you come online and start messaging me. I just want him to attack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, just, it's okay. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> oh, perfect parent right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's me. The perfect uh. parent. <laughs> uh, now, um... I guess the thing is, like, if, if someone's making consistent progress, even if it's really slow, I guess I'm okay. It's when it's hours and hours of just waiting. Yeah. If, if the only reason it honestly frustrates me, well, there's two times when it frustrates me. One is when I didn't have a perfect round. And so it's literally, you know, life or death, I guess you could say, where... I don't know how he's going to do. Like, last night, I had a loss in my battle. And in his first fight, he dropped seven banners and then left it alone for the rest of the night. So, I was sitting on the edge of suspense because even though I lost the battle, his first fight was so inefficient that I, I knew I had a chance. And then I had to wait 12 and a half hours to find out how that chance worked out. Um, and then the other time it bothers me is when I catch a fight and I want to see how my defense is doing by seeing how many banners they're losing um, in real time rather than having to wait for the results to post on uh, GG. And so it's frustrating when I see an attack and then they don't attack again because I want to sit there and watch it. That's that's fair. Yeah. Well, so, okay, so here, let, let me let me frame something else then. All right, so, so I, I had a buddy um, who who recently um, 
you know, he, he lost because his opponent basically knew what uh, he needed to be able to attack, you know, like it, it's, it's a huge advantage. I mean, I, I say I have a friend who had that happen, but I've had it happen to me before, it, you know, it, where when I attack, that's putting myself out there and I do the best I can. But then if someone waits until after I've attacked, they have a huge advantage because they know, you know, like if I get a really good score, they, they know they have to take risks. They can, you know, uh, and if I messed up a lot, they know they can just coast to victory and take the easy path. Like it, it's just a big advantage knowing what your opponent has scored. How would you feel if you couldn't see your opponent's score? Uh, you could see their progress, but they're not their actual score. I... I don't know, because some of the most fun moments I've had in the game are when I need, I know I need to score X score, and it's going to be a challenge. And so I truly, I've challenged myself more than I feel comfortable, but then I'm successful. And so I really like that part of the game, not necessarily in the, I'm going to beat you part of it, it's oh, I accomplished something fantastic here. And so to take that away would kind of take away that enjoyment. To the same extent, I've lost on a few occasions exactly how you described, where I lost by one point because they knew they had to undersize, which sucks because I can't attack during the day when I'm at work. So it's either I attack by the time I go to bed or I just don't attack. So I, I don't have the option of waiting until last minute. So, I mean, for me, it's take it or leave it. So I think I could enjoy it either way. What about you? I, I don't know. I, I think I think they both have pretty good arguments. Like what you say, I've had times where I'm like, okay, I, I know I wouldn't have gotten the score that I did if my opponent had gone second. I just wouldn't have pushed myself. I wouldn't have taken right. those risks. And I, I won by a couple points, you know, or even just one point. I know the first time I made Kyber, the, the guy scored, uh, he, he hung a, 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 what, a nineteen ten on me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'd already dropped five banners in my first two attacks. So I had to go, I did, uh, or maybe it was, I had already dropped 10. Like I had already dropped a ton. I had to average for my final attacks. I had to average 60 banners. And so I planned everything meticulously. I was like shaky by the end of it. And I won by one banner. Yeah. And I will. Oh, sorry. If I had attacked, if I had attacked first, I wouldn't have pushed myself that hard. I, I absolutely would not have gotten that good of a score and I wouldn't have made Kyber that day. Right. I, yeah, I, I think one of my <laughs> most proud moments in this game, ironically, doesn't even involve me playing, but I was coaching somebody to help them try and get the win. And <laughs> I came up with this strategy to beat General Grievous with only Darth Revan and Malik. This was... Uh, this wasn't pre-Relic days, but it was before everyone had an R7 General Grievous. Um, and it was before Watt. It was just the standard team with Droidica. And so I was came up with this way to kill them with only two people because he needed 63 banners. Um, 
and he was able to beat Grievous, that entire team, with just two people. And that I would have never tried that or had him try that if we didn't know what the score was. And that's one of my biggest memories from Grand Arena. So I don't know if I'd like, now that we're talking about it more, I don't know if I would like them hiding the score. You know, I think if I had to choose, I would have them hide the score. If and you know, and I, I would even maybe have it hide the map, potentially. Like, I just, I, I, I frankly, I feel like it's there's just too much incentive to wait for that last minute, and so the people in the right time zones at the right life situation to accommodate that ending. You know, like if I know that there was a guy in our guild for a long time. Cal, I don't think he listens to this, but um, <laughs> if he does, uh, shout out to him. He's a solid guy, but um, it, he always, it, that was like his bread and butter. He would attack. He'd wait until the last hour. That was always his thing. And I remember he was like, I am me almost panicked of like, my guy hasn't attacked yet. <laughs> and, and it's like an hour away. Like, what do I do? I'm like, attack you know <laughs> there's only one thing you can do cal <laughs> right and that's attack <laughs> but but like he was so habituated to having that information like there's too much incentive to wait to the very last minute and thank goodness like most of my opponents do not wait that long you know like most people don't play that way because that would be a really frustrating situation because I just can't. You know, you and I have talked about it before. You and I literally can't. I I have to attack the day before, like the evening before, because once I go into work the next day, the possibility does exist that I just can't get out to my car where my phone is because I can't have my phone where I work. And, uh, you know, I might not be able to attack. And even if I could get out to my car, there's no guarantee that I'll have enough time to finish. Right. So like I'm, I'm locked in. I have to attack within the first, you know, like 10 ish hours or I can't attack at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, because I can see the arguments on both sides. I, at some point in the past, probably two months, I have made the arguments on both sides. And so I guess I'd, I'd be neutral because I probably have made the arguments for both sides legitimately, meaning it each time too. So I think both sides have great arguments. Like I'm not saying I, I think I'd lean toward one way, you know, toward the no seeing their scores and everything, but right. you know, like I would also like, here's, here's what I would like. So the, the, we don't have any information. We're attacking, we're doing our stuff. And then it, the round is over and it shows you, you can see like a kind of a little replay. It shows step-by-step step what they do and you can watch the battles, you know, replay and you have like a day to review it. Like, ideally, that's what I would have. Like, then then you can actually see everything that they did, all their decisions, and, you know. Yeah, I mean. I would, I would like that, but. I'm all for a replay. <laughs> Something like that. That would be fantastic. But. Wouldn't that be I would, great? It would be. Except for I would hate, and I mean hate, finishing my attack, say, at 1131 height. And then not seeing the result until five o'clock the next day. 
I'm way too impatient for that. Well, maybe they have it so that whenever the other person has, you know, clicked, you know, they either just like finish their attacks and they're done and they click resign or, you know, I'm done. They have an I'm done button. Right. <laughs> and then everyone can see everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that we need to have that. I'm not pushing for it. I just, I think it's an interesting idea. And I, I should say like, that's not even, it wasn't even my idea. It was my friend's idea. He was like, just sick of, you know, like he was just, he doesn't lose a lot. And so he, uh, I, I, you know, people who lose after the, if they don't lose that often, they're not used to it. They say a lot of bitter things, but <laughs> Yeah, it, myself included, you yeah. know, like, and that that seems like a pretty extreme overreaction on some level. But I actually just think that I thought that was really interesting. Of like, what if we, what if we couldn't see the scores? It it it. it I mean, it's interesting to talk about, and I kind of, you know, I like when we have topics to talk about, not just because we have a podcast. I mean, in general, you know. It's something that makes the game more fun when you're not actually playing the game is to talk about something, a legitimate thing in the game. Yeah, I, I honestly, I would be interested to hear, you know, guys, if if you come join our Discord server, uh, come come talk to us about this. I would just be interested to hear what other people think about it. Yeah, frankly. yeah, definitely. You know? Um, but. Now, since we can see the scores, we now have been in Grand Arena for a week. Um, have you noticed any patterns for this new Grand Arena kind of forming yet? <laughs> um, you know, I think, I think the thing that I see the most, the thing that I noticed in all of my rounds, um, was everyone's prepping for Galactic Legends, at least at, at our uh, GP level, like the the people I've I've been facing, I've been seeing um, uh, like the first my first opponent just had a ton of uh, first order that like <laughs> they had relics on everyone, and it was like this really obnoxious, crazy squad. It was all bright neon red, super obnoxious to face, and. Um, like that's not necessarily that efficient and then and then my next opponent had a an all relic five and above resistance squad yep and it's like well i know which galactic legend they're going for um <laughs> and the squads weren't actually that hard to beat i think i i ended up getting mostly all of my banners which i'm an efficiency player so that's you know hopefully that's usually what i my result is but you know, all those extra relics didn't give them that much advantage. Like, I just killed them with pretty average squads, you know, that I usually use. Uh, you know, that's that's the pattern I've been seeing. Is there, is there something else you're going for? No, that's, you know, that is probably the biggest pattern I've seen as well. And so now, you know, I have two accounts that are at 5.5 or higher. Um, and... So I've now faced four people that have put Jedi Training Ray on defense with fully relict teams. And apparently they don't remember the Jedi Training Ray uh, meta back in the day because it's a very 
very easy uh, mirror match, basically. Because you put days and ability block on BB-8, and the entire team slows down. <laughs> um, so, I've gone in with my Jedi Training Ray team on both accounts, and just rolled to 60 banners because they never, you know, they never got started. Um, so I'm very glad for that. I hope people keep doing it because I'm not going to. I'm <laughs> going to keep my Jedi training ready for offense. Uh, the First Order, though, they... I'm going to have to figure out something different. Um, and it's mainly because of Fox. And... I've also used Jedi Training Ray to beat Super Relic First Order teams, and I've never been in danger of losing to them. Uh, but Fox, when he's R5 and above, absolutely has the ability to just take out a G12 character. And I still have a G12 L3. <laughs> um, and so the one time I faced, I think it was my first fight, I faced a Super Relic first order team and i lost four banners because i lost l3 because with in his first turn fox was just like nope you're not going to be on the field anymore did his big hit and there she went and then i won <laughs> quite easily see i see that I, I hear that story and all i can think of is <laughs> what a badass Fox is <laughs> true <laughs> that makes me really happy to hear him one shotting l3 like that I don't know, just like chopping her down. That that's just fantastic. I don't know. <laughs> Even though it happened to you, like I generally I always root for you. I just I don't root for your L three though. Apparently, <laughs> apparently not. You're not not, not you're over not these relic for not the a, droid not... revolutions. <laughs> yeah, the, those droid revolutions can, you know, go somewhere. <laughs> I I don't care about them. <laughs> yeah, it just just makes me happy the imagery of it so <laughs> like like how interesting would it have been if you know they're all on kessel and all the droids start rebelling and first order executioner just like jumps <laughs> off his ship and starts hacking them to pieces <laughs> <laughs> would completely change the timeline on that one <laughs> uh, i know i know like i don't know how many people would actually object most of the fans would be like that's cool <laughs> that's probably true as well <laughs> that's that's pretty sweet, man. <laughs> they wanted more from Executioner anyway, so let's let's give him his day. <laughs> That's true. Like, why didn't we see Executioners just, like, charging across the battlefield at the horses in Episode Nine? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> you know, like, that could have been epic. It's because but... Finn killed the one. They had one executioner. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> Little did we know that that's actually a named character. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not just the grunt we all thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you killed our only executioner. <laughs> Everyone lives. That's it. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're in the weeds. We are. We are in a big way, but um, but yeah, like. Uh, I agree. Like the the supercharged characters. Uh, I mean, you have to be super careful. Like Relic Seven Jedi Training Ray, or or even Relic Seven Scavenger. Like when I faced it, when I faced the the Resistance squad, like it was with I think it was Finn lead, and it had a Relic Seven uh, Scavenger Ray. 
And I was like, I will kill her immediately. She needs to die right away because the second she breathes on this team that I'm using, <laughs> then like that that character's just dead. I think. Yeah, it, it brought an R seven Scavere brought me back to the way old school where she was the biggest threat on a team and you had no protection and if she got off her turn you were just dead <laughs> um and we're back to that so i want to find or i need to find my second resistance team that's going to have her on it i'm guessing it's probably going to be a fin lead to just stack extra offense on her and just stick it on defense and I don't expect it to be a good defense team because it's not. But just like that Fox did to me, there's a very good chance that I just take out a random tune and steal banners from them. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you said Fox is the one that was scaring you, and and I get that. I think that's valid. So uh, the one that terrifies me is the combo of... uh, uh, relic seven hux or you know a relic hux i should say plus a relic um red trooper like Uh, yeah that's fair red Red trooper has the aoe so and he's doing huge amounts of damage but once he's relic he does a ton of damage and hux denies a ton of the teams that i like because i like the turn meter manipulation and not having that like hux is a legitimate problem at this point like Every time I face him, I'm using a meta team to beat him. Like, I can't... It used to be first order. I'm like, yeah, I'll just throw any of my uh, other teams, like my B-level teams, and I'll beat first order because they're not good on defense. But uh, now I can't I can't bring anything. Like, Ewoks used to work. They don't work. Uh, troopers used to work. They don't. Um, uh, you know, uh, resistance just jedi training ray unless you have you know a pretty close to the same um gear level and you can kill hux right away like that team doesn't necessarily work Uh, you know all these turn meter manipulation teams really struggle yeah he was i mean they did a great job of you want to make the first order relevant that's a well-designed tune right there like here you go take hux yeah, people were so mad at CG when when they made Hux only, uh, you know, his his Zeta only work if he's with First Order. His whole team has to be First Order, and I'm like, I I never even thought about trying to use him outside of the faction. And maybe people make fun of me for you know having that limited conceptual, uh, you know, space or whatever. Like, you know, I didn't imagine how I could break the game, but. I was just excited for the faction. Like he just makes the faction so much better. I, and so everyone's like bitterly disappointed when CG's like, "Oh, actually, we're going to change it back to first order only." I was, <laughs> I was like, "So what?" That was the only real thing that existed in my mind. <laughs> I was, I was exactly the same. I, I tried that um, Darth Revan with Hux team once, but I really it. Then, you know, they talked about the whole changing the team and people are like, oh, well, are, are you pissed about this? No, he's still a fantastic tune. Just wait, you'll see. And I mean, he is a fantastic tune. We don't even know what new Kylo is going to present with him. Um, and he's still a fantastic tune. Right. Even if he, I almost hope that he's not on the main team, in fact, 
you know, and not for fluff bunny reasons for lore, you know, like hugs would yeah. never team up with, with the final, uh, <laughs> KRU, but, um, I, I care more about like, I want him to be the lead for a second team potentially yeah. at least. Yeah, but, I yeah. agree because his, his lead scares, scares me not in a, Oh God, I'm going to lose to this team scare, but, uh, Oh god, I, I can lose a lot of banners to this team type scare. Exactly. You know, one thing I want to try, uh someone mentioned it to me. Um, I want to try using bounty hunters against that team. Because they don't really rely on turn meter. And if you take bounty hunters plus like Watt, so you put Bosk, you know, you put you put the taunt on Bosk, and then First Order doesn't have too many AoEs, like they have the uh, they have the original Kylo AOE and they have the Red Trooper AOE. Um, but like just the idea that Bosk is just going to take a ton of hits and stuns and like you're never going to be able to use Bosk. But then, you know, even if the First Order is taunting, you can just use Boba and Django to, you know, just kill and ignore the uh, ignore the taunts and stuff. Like I, I want to try that because that seems like a pretty good low cost counter. Well, Bosk doesn't even get stunned. That's the fun part about it. Because when he oh, has true. that tank tech, it's like he's on a Treya team. It just gets dispelled when he takes his turn. So that's I agree. True. That that does sound like a fun team. The problem is my Fets are not going to be relic anytime soon. And while mechanically it should still work, I just don't trust that a G12 plus even five Django is going to do much against an R7 Kylo. So <laughs> I might. That's fair. I, I like the idea and I, I think it does actually work. Um, I just don't think mine will work. That's fair. Yeah, I've. Mine would. So <laughs> I, I would like to try it. Right. Um, anyways, yeah. So. Other teams that work, just as a side note, guys. Um, other teams that do work against that team, they're not they're not like easy. Well, they are easy wins, but they're, they're, they are meta teams. Um, so you can use uh, you can use Treya to beat that team. Usually, um, you can be you can use Jedi Knight Revan just target Hux till he's dead um, with Mark. You can use Padme. Um, I'm sure you can use Darth Revan. Like you can use all the meta teams for the <laughs> most part, but trying to counter with uh, a B team is the tricky part. Uh, I do want to try the bounty hunter thing though. So yeah. Um, uh, other news, we uh, Solo and I did our first live stream last week. We did, and it went well. It was a complete test, and admittedly, it was not perfect. Um, but it went well. It did. It was fun. We had uh, like 36 people on, it, what, what was it? It was like midnight. It was even like one o'clock Eastern time um, on a Friday night. <laughs> so <laughs> like not a, not the ideal time to do it, but that was right. the time that worked for us. And we just wanted to test. So we didn't promote it a bunch. You know, we didn't tell everyone all the things about it. You know, it, it was exciting though. And we, we used our alts. Solo ended up uh, just barely squeaking out a win. It was pretty cool to see how efficient he could be with his alt. Um, 
And then we switched to my alt, who had an auto-deploy defense to beat. So that was compelling for it on its own, I'm sure. Very compelling. <laughs> Absolutely. Nothing like seeing the General Grievous leading Commander Luke to battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it is something that we're going to do more, though. Uh, now that we kind of hopefully got some kinks out the first time, um, expect to see it more. Yep, uh, we haven't decided what the schedule is going to look like or what we're going to do. Um, we probably will be using our main accounts, though, or at least, uh, I don't know, we'll we'll just see. But my guess is that at the very least, we will use one of our main accounts and then maybe supplement it with an alt or maybe we'll do all four art of our attacks. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, options are limitless at this point. At this point, yep, <laughs> limited by the number of accounts we have access to. <laughs> right. Well, I guess there is that limit, yep. I mean, it might be fun if someone gave us their information. Like, we could log in and make attacks for someone else, too. <laughs> I'm sure that breaks some kind of user agreement, but um, oh. <laughs> it would be fun. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was... It was fun, and we got some good feedback. I think we got up to, maybe I already said this, we got up to 36 viewers. So, um, uh, but but I will say we had a lot of really high-quality viewers. Like all 36 people who poked their heads in were <laughs> high-quality individuals. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, like as high-quality as the people who listen to this podcast regularly, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough ass kissing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we're saying ass in this episode. Oh, so I can't. Yeah, well. That's okay. I, I said it earlier when I said <laughs> badass. So, <laughs> true. It's on the table this time. Um, so, that was exciting. Keep Stay tuned for that. Um, oh, another piece of news. It's, a, it's like past the time that we can warn people. So, I don't know. I don't know if news is the right word. It's it's humorous to me. Um, so so the people who like just took it to their opponents in this last round of Grand Arena, the people who just wrecked their opponents and got like you know full clears and you know like a ton of feats done and all this stuff, those people got into Chromium. Normally at this stage of Grand Arena, people who do well are in Bronzium and then get into Chromium early on in the, in the second week. However, uh, there are a few highly skilled, highly motored individuals who got into Chromium League at, before Locke. And that happens to be... Um, <laughs> that happens to be really humorous to me because only really high... Uh, motivational, uh, highly motivated <laughs> players got into it. And the way the matchups work is they go by league first. They sort by league. And so only people in Chromium League are going to be uh, matched up with other people in Chromium League. So only these hardcore individuals are going to actually get uh, have to face each other. So uh, while the rest of us in Bronzium will get to swim around in a pool of... Uh, you know, less motivation. <laughs> and, and the thing that's amusing, highly amusing to me is that Solo it, on his alt is one of them. Yes, I am one of the few in Chromium right now. Actually, let's see. 
I wonder how many people are actually sitting in Chromium along with me. Um, it could lead to some interesting matchups, though. We'll give it that. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. we're limited in how many people are in here, so I might not be getting my normal my normal matchups uh, that I get on this account. I, I feel like I'm going to be an underdog on many of my fights. Well, what's interesting to me, so all these people are clearly, like, they're skilled enough to not not only, like, beat their opponents, but, like, basically max out against them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our, our good friend Kleso is on there. Um, our buddy Endal Bial is in there. So, you know, high-caliber players. Um, and, the, like... All of out of all those players, so so they're gonna have this bracket, and they're all three and O, and they're all like max level players. And out of all of them, one eighth of all of those players are just going to go O and three. <laughs> That's that that is true. Yeah, and and um, what is it? Three quarters? Uh, no, not three quarters. Three eighths of them. Is that it? Are going to have losing records? Yeah. Like it's it's just highly amusing to me that these players who would normally almost all, you know, go at least two and one in their group, you know, is what I would generally assume two and one or better. Right. There, some of them are just going to get taken out, <laughs> and solo solo might be one of them, guys. I we don't know. I, I likely will be on this account. Um, <laughs> I I don't put any faith into this account with uh, my G twelve. Uh, Galactic Republic squad. <laughs> My dream is that you get paired against Endal Bial and and then Kleso in the next round. <laughs> I uh, Endal is actually a legitimate possibility for my all because um, I think we have. I know my G my overall GP is a little higher than him, um, but I think our top eighty is actually quite close. So that that would be an interesting one. I'd have to do alt videos for that one. <laughs> yeah, it, it, no, that you guys. It, if I ever get paired with someone who does uh, Galactic or GAC streams, like I would, I would absolutely try to do like a live stream event with them, and we could take turns attacking each other or something. Yeah, he. Uh... So I just did a quick search on DSR, and we are our top eighty tunes are within about sixty thousand. So what what about your top sixty five? Ah, uh, DSR doesn't have that, so I don't know. Oh, oh yeah, Hotbot does that. Yeah, but but sixty k. I mean, it, and it's a pretty limited pool. Like that's that's actually a possibility. Actually, let's see. I can run a quick hotbot search. Fun story. I was actually paired in a pod with Endall before. Um, oh, you were, weren't you? I remember. I was. That. that was during the the first exhibition, though, and they ended up canceling. They ended up canceling it. This was back last June. And then restarting it in July. So I never actually got to face him. And I, I don't think we ever... Um, did we... I don't think we ever did a fight on that one. You know, I remember, I remember it a little differently. Um, 
though I could be wrong, of course. I, I thought that it was, um, you guys were in the same pod. You just didn't end up playing each other. I think you, I think you lost one of your matches right before, and then he played your opponent and then it crashed on him or something a couple times. And he, I forget if he won or lost, like he was going through some technical difficulties at that stage. Yeah. But, I don't remember. Cause I've also been set in, no, that's right. Because the one that got canceled, I was up against Grand Ivory, as in the right, Grand Ivory, right. and then I never got to fight him because it ended up getting canceled. <laughs> the Grand Ivory, uh, not dissimilar from uh, the Executioner. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, um, top sixty-five tunes between my alt and end all. He is still sixty-one thousand. Um, higher than me. All right. So I need to DM him and tell him that so he can drop some mods and stuff. Yeah, I already joined, so it, it's all on him. <laughs> Interestingly, okay. uh, looking at the matchup, our average speed's exactly the same. So for average speed for our top 80 tunes, there's 97, and average speed for uh, G greater than G11 is 79. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But then we start getting into G13 and Zetas, and he starts wiping me out. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that happen in in real time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, win or lose, it's fun to see that kind of stuff. So, uh, anyways, that we have the first, we have the Chromium mishaps. Okay. And for the record, I was, I was waiting, like, um, you know, I'm. I won't. I'm actually not going to reveal how my last round went, and I'll tell you guys why in a little bit. But um, I will say that um, it, you know, regardless of if I if I did end up winning my last match, um, if I had scored one of the feats that would have pushed me over the edge, I was going to hold it <laughs> until after lock. So. So um, I was aware. And not everyone else was, apparently. Klesa was angry because I didn't tell him, apparently. <laughs> I, was like, I thought you knew, but I don't know if I would have told you anyways because it's more entertaining to watch you struggle against these really <laughs> strong players. Uh, or maybe and, I won't. And frankly, too. Huh? Maybe we'll see my account and get all, uh, all cocky that they're going to beat me. And then, oh, look at that. Solo just won. That's true. I, I mean... And that's the thing, seeing other people struggle against you is equally as entertaining. So <laughs> as long as there's struggle. Right, of course, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so there's one thing that uh, Solo and I were, were kind of talking about today, and I wanted to address. Um, you know, uh, it, it seems like there's a couple of like kind of archetypes of players in Grand Arena that are kind of emerging. Um, you know, like style wise, and maybe I know this has existed a lot uh, in the past, but, uh, you know, I, I guess I see that uh, people define themselves more and more uh, by one of these two archetypes. And so, um, you know, I, I see I see efficiency players, which is something I define myself as, uh, you know, who you, you take a lot of offensive teams, you put in a lot of, uh, you know, less than amazing uh, defensive teams, but those teams are designed to steal banners and, you know, and cause inefficiency in your opponent. Um, you know, so, so that kind of player. And then there's like a, 
a slugfest kind of player is kind of how I see it. Um, you know, where uh, people both put a ton of defense on and it's just like, they don't care as much about banners. They care about like actually maybe getting a full clear and maybe not, and hopefully causing their opponent to stumble. And there's usually a couple fails along the way. Um, you know, it, I think it's kind of interesting seeing this, uh, you know, more and more. Have, have you seen? Have you seen this? Uh, like people define themselves by this more solo. Uh, I don't know if I've seen them self-identify. I've seen the archetypes in action, though. Um, you know, I've seen the people that I've gone up against that go for extreme efficiency and. You really see it in the stats beforehand. When you look at their uh, Grand Arena stats beforehand and you see the undersized win total or the defend total um, or or even the full clear total. Like my opponent that I went up just went up against, he has cleared more zones than I have, but I have more lifetime banners. And after fighting him, now I know it's because all he cared about was kind of beating a team. He'd never undersized. He had a total of nine undersized wins. He just wanted to beat the team and get through on one shot and um, clearly didn't care about banners. And I beat him by a lot, like by 30. And we had the same amount of losses. So it wasn't like I beat him by 30. Cause he had two additional losses. Um we had identical board states basically, and I beat him by thirty. So you can see these the kind of just I'm gonna win a battle type people in action, which is it's really interesting to watch. It it really is, um, you know, and I I actually admire the slugfest kind of players who you know put their trust in trying to uh, you know the. They have to come up with some pretty, uh, you know, off-meta counters to things, and you know that it's a it's a fun thing to watch. The thing that's not fun to me is watching them. You know, they show a screenshot and they're like, "Yep, dominated this guy," and it's like one guy's cleared one zone, and <laughs> the guy who's taking the screenshot has cleared two or three zones. Oh, that frustrates the hell out of me. I'll be honest. That you know, and and it's like it's like yeah, you did, you killed him. Like I agree. Like. Well done, uh, you know, but, but at the same time, it's hard for me to like relate because I, I want to get the full clear because I want the most points because that that's what the game currently favors. Yeah. Yeah. It, there are people um, that I talk to that I don't think they've ever full cleared without a loss, not in a truly competitive match. And they keep winning and good for them because they set a defense so strong that, you know, their opponent has a loss. I just, I don't understand that <laughs> because you're literally setting it up that if your opponent goes heavy offense, you've set yourself up for the loss. <laughs> or if your opponent goes heavy defense, you've set yourself up for the loss because you can't clear a majority of their zones. Like, I just don't get how that's a good strategy. 
Right. I, I mean, it's working. And like, don't get me wrong. It, it apparently works for people. But I know people that will pl- place their General Skywalker on defense with no actual General Skywalker counter, and then see General Skywalker on defense on the other side and be like, "Well, I didn't think that was going to happen." It's like, well, what did you think? Um. Meanwhile, I'm there. Yeah. Like, I want to clear. I take, and I said this in my last video, um, if we need seven attack teams, I'm keeping eight attack teams. That way, if I lose one round, I can still clear the board. Um, because I, I want to be able to clear for many, many reasons, including more banners, more everything, uh, more feats, etc. But... I don't ever want to not be able to full clear. Right. Uh, well, and and that goes hand in hand. I mean, now it's now that a lot of people, a lot of the higher end guilds have, um, you know, they've unlocked uh, or players in these higher end guilds have unlocked malevolence on top of negotiator. Now we're going to start seeing a more diverse uh, grand arena fleet meta. But uh, prior to this state, like, People who put negotiator on defense without some kind of a plan to be able to beat the enemy negotiator. <laughs> I have never, ever understood no. that. They're, they're like, oh, well, it's and I've had people try to explain it to me. They're like, oh, no, well, I, I just like to do it. I like to do it because, you know, like usually that'll stop them. And if they wow. if I put my negotiator down and they put their negotiator down, then we're both just stalled out and it's, or it's even. And it's like, OK, so. So sure, if you're willing to eat those, you know, that that deficit, like, you know, you're not going to get those points. Right. And, and that that's fine if you're that that's acceptable. The thing that is crazy to me, though, is that there's there's also the chance that your opponent has developed a way to beat negotiator with <laughs> a, a non-negotiator fleet like Millennium Falcons with a really fat or fleets with a really fast Biston can just demolish negotiator on defense for max banners and you know malevolence does it now and you know there's there's ways to do it like there's a sith fleet that is like partially gonna work for that and (laughs) so to me like it's not just like oh we're just staring at each other it's a you're staring at them and they're potentially laughing at you because they're (laughs) gonna destroy your fleet right yes yeah in fact um that happened well it didn't happen meeks i did put negotiator down on defense this last time but that's because i have malevolence at the same time but so i put my negotiator down on defense and my opponent put his down as well but he had the biston that could clear mine like if he didn't have that i guarantee you well if he was smart he would have had millennium falcon on defense and the negotiator on offense because you need to be able to clear the board. Like, if there's one thing you take from ever listening to this podcast, it's be able to clear the board. Right. It, you know, that would be different if the way the game was structured, uh, you know, was fundamentally changed. But right now, clearing the board is like the prescribed method of, you know, victory in Grand Arena. Right. Right. If you can't, and plus, if you can't clear, 
there's so many feats and stuff based on how many zones you've cleared, how many times you've won a battle uh, on the first attack. Like, you're just giving up so much if that's the way that you're playing. Right. Uh, yeah, it's... To me, I you want to be able to full clear. Right. I, you know, if... Now, that being said, I, I my tune might change significantly if they did something like an elimination tournament where, like... You know, maybe they put you in a bracket with, you know, I don't know, 128 players or something, and you played one final winner. Or e even, like, it, you're just in a three-man or an eight-man bracket, and so you play three matches, and at the end of those three matches, the person with the highest record, you know, with, that goes undefeated, gets, like, it, it doesn't matter how many banners you earn in each match. It matters if you win, and the wins are the only thing that matter uh, for banners, in the end like that you get a payout of banners like that that could totally change the landscape you know in a an extremely dramatic way sure sure yeah when when i'm talking i mean the current state of things where your right. total banners are kind of what decides everything at this point right like right now totally agree um I would love to see a shift, actually. It would, at least it would be interesting trying, like, an elimination tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually what I hoped for when we first had Grand Arena. Well, uh, they said, like, oh, we might finally be able to see who is the best player in this game. Yeah. They said that, and then <laughs> it's like the guy who got first the first time it was like, that guy's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> right like the teams he had to face i mean you and i have a friend who um who, who got top 10 and uh you know he, he was constantly telling people like oh just do this just do that like it's so easy like you, you just like club your way to victory and it like here's a simple formula to win and he's in division one and he got top 10 or he was close to top 10 at least yeah and then yeah, and he faced Ewoks in Rogue One every single battle. Every single battle. Every time. Every single time. And you can solo that with Nest. Right. And so it's like, if you're not soloing that with Nest, you're an idiot. Like, why don't you have Nest on offense? Because you you'll you always get 63 banners. And it's like, well, for one, I, I don't have a defense that you could use Nest on. Like, maybe as part of a greater team, sure. But like... You, there's not a team that I deploy on defense that someone can actually solo with Nest. There's it's just not possible. Right. And, you know, uh, so when you get to the higher GP levels, even within the division, like, it's totally changed. And so, like, this guy's a top 10 player. Is he really? Or is he just relying on a gimmick that doesn't actually work if you apply it to all, all phases <laughs> of Division 1? Right. Right. So... Uh, yeah, it, it is frustrating. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll see who the best player is. And it's like, well, it's not any of these guys. <laughs> yeah, though I will say... You know, we don't know who it is. Things have changed a little bit, because we also had, back in the day, um, you know, people were going up against guildmates, etc., and just getting fluff defenses placed down. And now that you can start to see Grand Arena history... That's happening less, at least from what I can see in the top 10, where it's not because 
every fight. It's like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna we want you to get into the top ten this grand arena, and so they just put fluff defenses. That that's kind of, I won't say stopped, but it is uh, a lot less prevalent at this point. Oh yeah, I remember when when Grand Arena Championships first, uh, or when the history was first released, and I, I remember there was a guy who's like, "Oh yeah, there's this guy with a really high GP. I'm really excited to see what he used because he got top ten. Right. And I was like, "Yeah, that'll be cool." And then we look, and it's like, "Okay, this guy's in a top guild, and every match he had was against someone else in like that same guild family, <laughs> and they just fed him." Uh, like fluff wins every time right. and so it wasn't like skill it was just hey look yo you're top 10 good job yay <laughs> you yeah. know like like that that's not top 10 no 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 it is not so um anyways where yeah i would love to have an elimination tournament would be really interesting to see even if it was like a one-time you know one one shot thing and then we went back to our current uh, way things are and frankly the way things are is still pretty good yeah uh, so. i mean obviously we like it we sit here weekly and talk <laughs> about it um <laughs> but it would be fun right. to do an elimination tournament or uh you win your pod and you move on to a another pod of winners and do it that way as opposed to just um you know what's your overall lifetime banners or not lifetime season banners etc Right, it, and it's kind of fun. That's kind of what the Chromium League thing is. It kind of is, yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll let you know how bad it goes next week. <laughs> Very good. While well, I'm swimming through the sea of uh, uninspired bronzium. Yes, yes. You and my main. <laughs> so <laughs> that'll be good. Uh, so speaking of uh, you know making Chromium and all of this, um, Solo, uh, how did your main do this week? Uh, my main account went two and one you know the very first fight and i tend to do this a lot at the beginning of grand arena seasons uh you know since we don't have a sandbox mode which is probably a discussion for a different day i like to experiment in the first season and so in territory war i tried cls beating heavy relic general grievous teams and it worked two territory wars in a row it worked well um but so I figured I would try it in Grand Arena, and it failed miserably. My opponent full cleared me without a loss, and so I took the loss there. And then I followed it up, though, with two good wins. So I'm sitting at 2-1. and one. With the way that Kyber's set up this time, I'm on perfect pace for Kyber, because you need to... You need to average eight and four. You can get it seven and one by hitting all the feats, or seven and five by hitting all the feats. But I'm on um, I'm sitting at two and one, and I'm not too worried at the moment. How about you? How'd you do this week? Uh, so, uh, my my first match was just a gimme, uh, basically. I mean, not nothing against my opponent. He clearly. Like that, there were just issues, um, you know. Like, pr pretty obviously a collector uh, opponent, and uh, though I say that, and then they they actually won their next match. Uh, so, so not you know they they do make their attacks and everything. They had they had a great collection, and I think the biggest thing was they didn't have good mods. Uh, like their modding was just like I had four times the 
good mods that they did uh, on every level. That would be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so they had these really imposing, scary teams that I just kind of blew past because I was faster and better modded. <laughs> you know, like that's going to happen in the first round. I was like, this is nice. This is kind of a soft, uh, soft pod to to start off in. You know. It, which is nice to have on your first one because you know you're gonna get some pretty awful legitimately crazy matches in the <laughs> end um at the, by the end of the season so uh and, and then i had uh a, my next match was against a guy i've paired against twice before and i beat him both times but like he watches this channel or, or not this channel my my youtube channel sometimes and he knows he can look at my past results and see what i've been working on and what i've been doing and it, it was a uh, really really close like he's got a better roster than me <laughs> and he's got better mods and it was it, it was uh i ended up winning by three banners is all <laughs> so super close um really tough one so Went two and zero, and then my last one. I'm not actually going to tell you guys what the results were, um, because I haven't put my video out. That'll be later tonight. It'll be released. Um, but I, I went. This guy was that I was facing was uh, twenty and zero coming into my match. <laughs> like he'd gone undefeated in the last Grand Arena, and he'd gone undefeated in the final two rounds of three v three. Like last time he lost was week two of 3v3 that's that's uh an impressive record right there uh, yeah super impressive so um you know really strong player uh efficiency player as well and all i will say is like it was extremely close like i actually feel a little foolish i i put on my thumbnail for the for the video for my second match i said extremely close match and the, the one that I ended up playing with this guy was, like, even closer. <laughs> like, just ridiculous. So, you know, a re really great match. I think it's going to be a really good video. Um, but it, it was it was very, very close. So, uh, you know, watch the video if you guys want, or stay tuned for uh, next week's podcast. I'll talk about it then. But I just, you know, the results were today, and I kind of want to keep that as a... Uh, you know, spoiler free for the people who care about watching the video and they listen to this podcast. So, um, you won't be disappointed watching it one way or another. Well, you you might because you might you know be rooting for me to win or lose, and that might not happen. But <laughs> it it was I thought it was a good match. So, um, anyways, it's it's been a good week, regardless of if my ending record was uh, three and zero or two and one. Um, Solo got two and one. We're all happy, and it's easy Kyber, so we can move on. Yep. Um, so we can move on to some podcast questions here. Uh, we're actually going a little bit long here already. Um, find a lot to talk about in a low, uh, slow news week as usual. <laughs> um, so podcast questions. People go to our Discord channel, ask us podcast questions. Uh, wait, a couple weeks ago, people, uh, we didn't have any podcast questions, so we mentioned that, and we got a huge flood of them, and um, then we couldn't answer all of them last week, so we will endeavor to answer a few more, though I don't think we can, we have time for all of them. Um, so we'll have some left over for next time. Uh, so question A, or one, you lettered them as A on our 
outline here. Well, actually, technically, which is fine. Uh, the word processor did, and I was way too lazy to change it. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. So, um, question A. Who is an underappreciated Relic 7 or one you have personal attachment to that isn't meta? That is a very good question that I've actually limited my Relic 7s because, and I know that's surprising because I'm, you know, Relic crazy, um, but I don't have many R7s, especially ones that wouldn't be meta. I would probably say, though, if I could do it, and it was realistic to do it, I would probably want to get Snowtrooper up to R7. Because the Trooper team is just so much fun. And an R7 Snowtrooper... I mean, R4, he mows everybody down as it is, but... I can only imagine R7 would just be a blast. Um, so, I don't have it but I would gladly take it if I could. It's just not realistic to get it at this point. What about you? Fair enough. What about you? Who do you think would be an underappreciated R7? So I have, I have two, I guess. Um, you know, just because I don't know if my, my first, my knee-jerk reaction is going to count. Um, I think Nest is a wonderful Relic 7. But she was my first or second relic seven she's um i I won't say that she's like completely overpowered but i've i've won entire matches because people just tripped so hard on her like she she just does a lot of filthy things to people and it it makes me really happy um you know at at relic seven she's already annoying at gear 12 relic seven it just makes it worse (laughs) um so I like her. Uh, the other one would be, and I don't have, I have a gear 12 Wampa, but Wampa would be the one that I would, you know, I love watching NLBL's videos of Wampa just destroying everyone, um, just poning noobs. It's, it's yeah. lovely. It's delightful. So, um, you know, absolutely, uh, you know, Wampa isn't meta. So that, that that's safe at least. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I will say, um, we're talking non-meta R7s. An R7 Zerus, if you go into it without the right team, is one of the most frustrating tunes in the game. Like, I went up against an R7 Zerus once, and it was with, uh, she was with, you know, it was the Rex R2 and then, you know, 501st Trio at the time. And Rex got an Annihilate off of my Nihilus. And I just sat there for five minutes. It was literally impossible to kill the team. Because I think that Zerus had 150 or 160 uh, K in just health. And it was it was just obnoxious. It was just painful. Uh and then a week later, I had an R4 Zerus, <laughs> magically. <laughs> Magic. Yeah. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, I. she's annoying, and that's cool to see that she's... Um, it's fun to see these characters at high relic levels actually being relevant. Yeah. So, um, it, you know, like, previously less useful. 
characters. Though, to be honest, I don't see Varys being used that often these days. No, I mean, I still use her because I have her. Um, but she's just one of those tunes that if you don't approach it right, or if you overestimate it, um, she w- she'll break you. <laughs> she must break <laughs> you. <laughs> so, um, all right, next question. Build the next raid. What is the era? What is what are the rewards? They said is. So changing that. Um, what are the rewards? Any mechanics you want to see? Are there ships? Would you need relics? Who would get raid bonuses? Uh, this one I'm gonna go with. It's gonna be the final, uh, the final movie. What is that? Episode nine. Uh, because I think it actually legitimately sets up a fantastic raid. Um, you have the ship battle. You know, it would start with, and I hate saying this, I hate saying this with such a passion because I do not want ships in a raid, but you would start with a fleet battle for phase one. Uh, then you go into phase two, and it will be... Finn, actually, phase one would be Finn on the destroyer uh, trying to take down, what is it, that, I forget what it's called, but that stupid satellite thing. Um, <laughs> stupid satellite yes. thing, sounds uh, good. Phase two would be, you know, when all the fleets show up and you're going against this, these super uh, star destroyers. And then phase three would bring you down into the arena against Palp, basically. And then Phase 4 would just be some sort of amalgamation of another Palp battle, like a second phase to it. Almost like how in the Sith Raid you fight Treya twice. Um, So I, I think that would be the next raid. We have an Old Republic raid. We have a prequels raid. We have the original trilogy raid. It, ju- it just makes sense that you would then have the sequel trilogy raid. That's fair. That's, that's a good point about the different eras. Um, for me, I, I would, I would do the end of return of the Jedi. And uh, I, I think the theme for me would be like, swarms of things so one thing that i've always found frustrating in these raids is how like you're just fighting like one big really strong boss i would love like and it doesn't feel like i'm actually doing anything i like log in and i get my two percent damage you know when the raid is first released get get two or three percent with my meta team and then it's like I didn't actually move the bar. I didn't actually kill anything. I killed a couple random, you know, ads or whatever. What I would like is, like, I, I want to fight hordes of things. So, like, we would have a ship raid, and you would kill uh, an ass load of TIE fighters. <laughs> you know, like, you know, the rebels are like, there's too many of them. And, you know, like, there's too many TIE fighters. And eventually you do, you do just get overwhelmed and destroyed. But like your the progress that you make is in how much damage you do to those Tie Fighters and how many of them you kill, and then you know you go down to the planet in the Battle of Endor and you know like you have you 
either you're using Ewoks or you, you're the Imperials or some, I don't really know. I guess, we, you know, in all of these, you're themed against one, it's one side themed against the other. So in this case, you know, you're killing an entire legion of stormtroopers. Okay. Uh, you know, and the, there's just a ton of Imperial troopers all over the place and you're just killing them and Ewoks get the bonus, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Which will make you happy on your alt because you have a, a Zeta Paplu. Not to give spoilers, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, anyways, and, and then... Uh, so you're just, you know, butchering uh, stormtroopers and then eventually it goes up to the Death Star and... You know, then you have more traditional raid fights where, you know, Luke is fighting Vader and then, you know, who knows what the last phase would be. Maybe it's just a three phase raid. Yeah. So that's that's what I would do. I, I want it's just fun to me. The idea of like, oh, like now I have to kill 15 stormtroopers <laughs> with my squad. I will say I actually like that idea. Um and it would be fun to kind of have a shooting gallery of TIE fighters or something along those lines. All I want from the next raid is the ability, and it doesn't have to be right now, I want the ability in, say, six months or so to be able to hit auto and get a decent score. I know I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to be a top-end score. Obviously, our brains play better than the AI, but I want to be able to press auto and get a decent score um, from the next raid. And like I said, it can be six months down the line when you release three more levels of relics and you're just overpowering stupid play. But one of my problems with the Sith raid right now is we're, what, two years into it at this point, and it still takes an hour of my day every three days. So I want the ability to just hit auto eventually and go on. Yeah. You know, the new raid can come out and you have a SIM button done. Right. Yeah. But that would even, <laughs> that would be best. New raid comes out and, you know, as a guild, you beat it 50 times. And then from then on, it can SIM. That would be amazing. Yeah. I'd be down. <laughs> Um, let's see. Next one. Not everyone in this game who listen to this podcast are end game players. Every day is a battle to try to make sure you are spending your resources wisely. That being said, if you had to pick a top three best return on investment characters, who would they be? As a side note, number one is fives. Prove me wrong. Uh, well, I'm going to. <laughs> so number one in my book is... 100% General Grievous. Um, he is not an endgame tune in the terms of you don't need to beat a raid, you don't need to beat a territory battle, you can just farm him. It's annoying, it takes forever, but you can farm Grievous. And General Grievous at R7 on a team with all gear eight tunes around him will still do ridiculous damage um just it it gets filthy uh you know you you kill one tune and then he wipes out all the protection on your team you kill a second tune around him because of that forced taunt 
and then he kills your team. Um, and I'm saying this as someone that just got his General Grievous to R7 about three days ago, uh, or a week and a half ago, I should say. Uh, and his leadership right. data. Number two on that list for me is R2. Uh, he fits in basically every light side team. He shares his stats. And he is the ultimate control droid, basically. Um, he just does so much for so many because they made him, you know, every other tune in this game, other than 3PO, is quote unquote at a snapshot of time where it's one particular era for the tune. R2 and 3PO are wide. They, they're the lifetime of uh, the movies, basically. So they aid Galactic Republic. R2 aids Rebels. He aids Resistance. He shares all these stats. Um, again, I don't have an R7, R2, just because I'm trying to keep, <laughs> trying to keep my relics down uh, because I, I like getting them all to R3 or R4, not R7. But he would be... Uh, a fantastic tune to invest in. And then the final tune to invest in, uh, I'm actually going to go his partner there of Chewie. You can get Chewie with a lot of pain and suffering with uh, very easy-to-farm characters. And he aids every meta. Like... When we ran the Jedi Knight Revan meta, I had Chewie in my team for faster fights. Um, you can throw him with clones and beat this assault battle. I would say he's a fantastic investment as well because that guard and his assists are just fantastic. So there's my top three tunes. Fives is not there. And I will say fives is not there because fives relies on dying. And I don't like tunes that... Um, totally rely on sacrificing themselves. So that's my top three. What would you say your top three would be? Uh, those are great choices, Solo. Um, you know, and I I would say, so my inclination is to say Watt, though I would say he's not really an investment character. So I'm going to, I'll pass on Watt, though, you know, once you get him, you should invest in him because he is amazing. Um, and he transcends... You know, he, he's a separatist who doesn't care if he's with separatists. Like, he, he likes it, it well enough, but he, he does just fine on every other squad, too. Um, otherwise, I would say, you know, I really like Raid Han. I've always loved Raid Han. Um, uh, you know, and again, he's a, he's a raid character. So it's not like a, you know, a try-harder-to-get character necessarily, but... I will say like he's you can get him relatively easily and then you want to invest in his relics as quick as you can raid han is just uh, it is a, such an important mechanic to be able to always go first and always stun whoever you're shooting and, and do massive damage you know and then you go with chewy and you're doing three hits right away at like he is he's he is my favorite character in the game but um you know, a lot of that has to do with just how flexible he makes it. Like, I still see people who can't beat, um, 
you know, people who can't beat General Skywalker with like a traditional synergy team like Darth Revan, like they'll they'll take Han in there and it makes it possible. Like he just being able to get that first turn stun is amazing. Um, number two, I would pick uh, Bastila Fallen. She is so good. Like she's she is a little bit overshadowed in some ways on a Darth Revan team, but she does. Uh, she facilitates so many different things. She has all these debuffs. She makes every team she's on that's, you know, that they can actually use her stuff. Like it, she makes that team legitimately like way more powerful, uh, you know, and when she's with Darth Revan, she has a ton of good synergy with him. Um, I don't even have her Zeta, uh, you know, and people are like, really, you, you went that you went for like a whole year in the meta with Darth Revan and you don't have her Zeta and I don't, you don't need it. Like she's, She's amazing. She she turns Emperor Palpatine into a monster. Like Palpatine teams, uh, just just completely wreck everything that she's uh, you know as long as she's on that team. Like like Night Sisters, I see people going for sixty banners easy, or even sixty one with the Palpatine. You know if if you want to undersize and risk that, like she makes that possible. So Bastil Fallen would be my second choice. Um, and uh, honestly, I. I still really like uh, Rex. Like, maybe that's a crazy choice, and maybe that's not the absolute best. The thing is, he's really easy to gear. You get him up to gear 11, super easy. So your return, like, your investment is almost nothing, and his lead early on is just really good. Like, and he's relevant. He's stayed relevant since day one. He's just a good character. Yeah, I, I will say the the thing that uh is most disappointing to me about the general skywalker meta is it steals rex for that team because he was a fantastic like b plus team lead uh bef before all this general skywalker stuff you know you have a team with rex wampa and we were talking about Wampa earlier. A Rex Wampa team can just just mow through teams uh, if you're not careful. And so I, I do miss being able to use that Rex lead. I also ran Rex lead in Arena for quite some time with the old triple cleanse. Um, he, he really does have just... It's a very simple kit, but it was fantastic at the same time. It's so elegant. I, yeah, that kid is amazing. Um, so yeah, and then the last uh, question D is another question about designing raids, actually. So we're going to skip that, I think. Yeah, uh, we basically answered half of it already. Um, yeah, we can maybe revisit it next time. But um, Instead, I want to talk about alts a little bit. Uh, Solo and I both run an alt. Uh, Solo has a, it's a pretty high level alt. It's, um, it used to be a whale account. Now it's, it's no longer that uh, by <laughs> any stretch. Uh, it's in, it is in division one though. My alt is in division four currently, will be division three next time. Um, so how'd you do this week with your alt solo? Yeah. We've already talked about we, it. We've so. already talked about all the big stuff. Um, a, Paplu is now Zeta'd because my Ewoks consistently get three to four defenses every uh, Grand Arena season. Um, so I figured might as well give them the Zeta and just to go with the relics. Um, but 
I'm in Chromium with my alt. I went 3-0. One round, I got 19.38. Another round, I got 19.30. And ironically, the only round that I didn't just blow straight out of the water was the one that we live-streamed on. Um, go figure. Uh, but That's really Yeah, funny. but... So I'm sitting in the top 120 in the game right now in Division One with my alt. Uh, how is your alt that normally destroys everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking in that way, Solo. <laughs> Set up. <laughs> um, yep. So um, normally, I you know I have. I don't know how many losses I have on the alt at this point, like maybe four or five total. Um, if it's more than five, I'll, I would be very surprised. And, you know, I've play, been playing Grand Arena for a long time, for well over a year. And um, so it was it was very surprising to me. It, my, in my first match, I lost. I just straight up lost. My opponent had a high relic Darth Revan squad, and the rest of his roster was garbage, just not good at all. But he put it on defense in the right zone, and I could not beat it. I, that's that's like my one blind spot for that roster. And you know, and I can beat lower level relic Darth Revan. It's just like. His relic or his Revan was relic seven. Bastila was relic seven. HK was relic seven. Everyone was relic seven, and I just I don't have a squad that can beat that. Uh, my my gear twelve Padme team can beat you know sometimes it, I can at least whittle down a you know a, a mid relic Darth Revan, but it was too much. So lost that round. Um, unfortunate, but true. And then I, I won my next two going away. It was, wasn't close. So, yeah, I think the most frustrating thing of the week was General Skywalker came back. I had all the tunes at the right levels, and I had the right mods. I had everything, and I didn't have time. It was the middle of the week, and I didn't have time to unlock General Skywalker. Like, I just, I spent, like, a, an hour on it, maybe, and I just, it's my alt and I didn't have time and I don't have really high relic levels so that I can just easily skate through it. And so I didn't, I didn't unlock him. So that was frustrating. Um, yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> like if you're going to have that event, do please have one of the days be a weekend because I just couldn't invest the time. Yeah. That's, that's an awful, um, an awful part of the game basically like these events should always be on the weekend if you're going to have them be only two days have them be two days on the weekend yeah i please like that that was so obnoxious it was just like tuesday wednesday thursday or something like that like just impossible for me to spare right. the time you know especially grand arenas going on and territory battles is taking up hours of time, uh, you yeah. know, because uh, we want to get max banners and uh, or whatever they are waves or anyways, I, I felt pretty frustrated by that, but it's my alt and I don't actually care that much. So. <laughs> That's, that is always the perk of it. Yep. <laughs> yep. So a couple letdowns for the alt this week, but I will totally persevere. I don't even know if it's called persevering if it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
anyways, we're moving right along here. So, you know, we're always trying to get ready for the next round of Grand Arena. Solo, what things have you done to get ready for Grand uh, Arena? Well, I decided to take a small break from the, uh, you know, new Ray, or I guess people are calling her Pay Ray now, uh, farm. And so I, after speaking with Clash on the podcast last week, and actually I was, I wanted to do this before he even came on because of his video, I now have an, a Relic Level 5 Vandor Chewbacca, <laughs> and he's getting close to being able to be used with Han. And then I also uh, unlocked the 7-star Watt this week, so I have G12 Watt. I've applied one furnace. The bastard needs two furnaces, so I'm currently farming up the second furnace to get him to G13. And then, uh, now for the painful part of the podcast, I now have a G13 Rose. So, uh, I'm not going to say that's preparation for Grand Arena, because she's never leaving the bench. But, I have it. So, that was my week. How about yours? Oh man, it's been a big, big, big week for me. Um, huge. So uh, let's see. Got the the biggest thing was gear twelve watt. Um, you know, he's seven stars now, and that's that's a dream. And I just what was kind of being lazy and didn't prepare him like I I should have. Uh, just had all of the all of the gear ready to get him to relic. Uh, four immediately didn't do that so he's in gear 12 plus like three or something <laughs> and he's obnoxious to gear he is so obnoxious to yeah. gear um so so there's that uh beyond that it, my big 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 week i got first order special forces tie fighter pilot up to gear 12 he was gear 11 previously uh and then i got bosk from relic three to relic four and that's <laughs> it all right Big Huge. week. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, people are like, really? Are you just not going for any of them? And it's like, okay, I have a gear 13 Phasma, dude. Of course, I'm go- <laughs> of course I'm going for, for someone. Right. Like, very clearly, I'm not, I'm not just having fun, like, just gearing random characters. But um, the I, I just have a ton of relic mats that, I, or, or sorry, uh, signal data that I'm just sitting on. Like I have over 350 of everything. Uh, well, maybe not the blue, more expensive ones, but those ones I even have over 150. So uh, I'll be ready to relic them once I need to. Yeah, I. that's with Rose. I have enough salvage and mats and stuff to get her up to where she needs to be. I just refuse. I, you know, drawing a line somewhere. Uh, the day I need her, she will immediately get those relics until then, she is sitting at just plain G13. She will be the only plain G13 on my roster. <laughs> Fair. That's all she deserves. <laughs> uh, um, and I think that's it. We've gone, we've gone above and beyond tonight. So, 
probably calling it quits here. Uh, but first, we we do have, you know, we've mentioned Discord a lot. We have our own YouTube channels. We have all these other things that we do that uh, we think are really cool. And we also think that you guys will think they're cool and helpful, potentially. Uh, and Solo is our designated teller of those things. So, Solo, could you please tell people how to access our cool stuff? <laughs> yes. Um, well... Everything I talk about, the links will be down below in the description. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes where you can't get the description, you can find us on YouTube, and all of our videos will have these links in uh, our YouTube pages. You can find me. It's just my name, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Zareth is the same. It's his name. It's X-A-E-R-E-T-H. Um we both publish weekly, or actually, basically, bi-daily uh, videos of our Grand Arena battles. As we said earlier, we're going to be live streaming on our YouTubes. So come find us on YouTube. Um, click subscribe, and that way you'll get notifications whenever we, uh, you know, put out a new video or we do our live stream. Uh, along with the YouTube videos, we... Since we record every one of our fights, we also are going to be adding them or have added them to a Google document so you can see how to counter the teams you're up against. You will see on the Google document, it lists the full team with all the members of the team that we fought. It lists the full team with all the members that we fought with. And then most importantly, there's a timestamp to video uh, link so you can click on the link and watch the battle to see was it a good counter was it a bad counter what steps do I have to take to make it work and then finally uh, is our discord channel and it's mostly a grand arena and territory war focused channel because that's kind of what this podcast does and what Zareth and I like but it is it's turned into quite a busy Discord channel. There's a lot of people there to answer your questions, whether it be how to counter something, what should you prepare for, or just a general, um, how are you guys doing? We're there to talk, and so are many other people. So with that, I think this week is, uh, I think we can put, put a fork in it, because it's done. I think you're right. Um you know, and, and honestly, guys, if you do want to come see us on, on Discord, uh, I even engaged in some territory battle discussion this last week. <laughs> so, like, there's no end to the number of things we might talk about. or Getting wild you know, and crazy on that one. It, yeah, like, we, we could literally talk about anything there. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. There, there are some things I'll put my foot down. But, I mean, the fact... The fact that we talked about Rose a little bit today. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. most things. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, yeah, I think we're done solo. Um, thanks for the recap. And thanks to our listeners for listening. Um, and uh, everyone have a good week. Yeah, I have suppose. a good week, people. All right. Let me find this close it button. There we go. Stop.